Paul, mm. what five genres of movie could we string together to make chapters of a movie? So let's take turns. Okay. You start. What genre is our main character's teenage years? Musical. Musical teenage years. Big opening perfect. number. Streets oh, of Field yeah. with dancers. 15 minute dance sequence. It's yeah. in the high. It's, it's everything you want. Yeah. Um, okay, 20s. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say disaster movie. Yeah. First scene ends with them all like in on the street. Like it's another day of sun <laughs> looking up and then disaster hits. <laughs> a tidal wave just sweeps in for the left yeah. in the same shot. <laughs> it's another day of sun. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> okay. And then that happens. And then yeah. our characters 30s. Or characters 30s. Um, I'm just going to say uh pie the movie pie <laughs> the genre onto itself yeah <laughs> okay it's just the movie pie that's fair enough so immediately afterwards the main character is devastated by this tidal wave and just decides that the numbers have the answer but is involved yeah. in a sort of weird jewish conspiracy i haven't seen pie in a while th- th- there's some sort of cabal anyway and uh yeah he he, he finds a fibonacci <laughs> sequence in the in the monsoon that's about to sweep away everything he loves and it's that's a race nice. against the clock Oh shit! It's a race against the clock until he gets to his forties. At which point, it does become a Mike Lee-style kitchen sink drama. Ooh, yeah, okay. So it turned out this whole time, the head of the Jewish conspiracy was her father. Oh god, and he wants her to get an abortion. <laughs> he wants her to get an abortion, <laughs> but it's her choice. God damn it! Yeah, it's her choice to not have that and to bear this child, which leads yeah. straight into um the, our character's fifties, which is um sort of uh, period schlock horror. In a Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> like Pride and, Prejudice zombies. and Zombies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and the baby, the baby within her is um, it's a it's a monster born of the tidal wave, but a different tidal wave because we're not going to tie any of these things together. Um, yeah. Completely, completely irrelevant. Never detached, look back. Yeah, unrelated yeah. tidal wave. Um, and is trying to get at <laughs> her from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! And then it becomes inside, and that's your epilogue. Yeah. Is uh, inside the but, horrible but, French film. Yeah, I was going to say, is it the horrible French film or the yeah. horrible foray oh, into mental health <laughs> from Bo Burnham? <laughs> no, I said film made, not special. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's going to be nothing but burns for the next for the next year, <laughs> <laughs> the next nine months, mate. Get ready, everyone. I'm Paul Dick Skinner. I'm just not good at robberies. <laughs> it's okay. You know, everybody's got a skill set. and Maybe bank robberies just isn't the one. Not everyone has to be good at bank robberies. <laughs> Mum. <laughs> so, we are continuing our quest into the very latest and heftiest of cinematic misfires. Mm. In search of underrated gems and misunderstood masterpieces. And where better to look than the latest film from the directors of the two biggest films ever made. Yumi and Dupree and its sequel... Yumi and Endgame. <laughs> they actually made Yumi and Debris. Really? Um, it's the Rousseau brothers. Yeah. And their movie, Cherry. Yeah. The first thing. Hey, I'm really happy you're here. Why is that? Because I like you. But there never seems to be enough time to do. You're it for me. I feel the same way. I joined the army. Why would you do that? 
Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen. And it's a nightmare. The film is based on Nico Walker's auto-fictional account of his time in the army and as a drug-addicted bank robber. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. And uh, Walker wrote the book in prison on a typewriter, and negotiations for the film rights took longer than usual because he had limited phone access. Uh, oh. I imagine there was a lot of deals disrupted by that in the final days of Miramax. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever Scott Rudin is involved in. Look, uh, the, the rights to Lord of the Rings absolutely cannot revert back to Amazon, and here's why. Shower time! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. They have a shower bell. Yeah. Prison's <laughs> changed, but it's for the best. Uh, well, he was released in 2019. Um, here are some thrilling notes from the action-packed production Whoa. notes. Da -da 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 On Detroit Avenue, some scenes were filmed inside the subway, after <laughs> which Holland was seen hurrying outside for some exterior shots. In the morning, the crew had shot several scenes inside the Pioneer Savings Bank, where they probably filmed one of the robberies. Although Cleveland is an important shooting location, the filming was not limited to it. <laughs> In Lorraine, filming for Cherry was done at Broadway Avenue. Okay, it's hardly hard of darkness. <laughs> But um, thank God for these fucking details, though. Wow, this is actually the Pioneer Savings Bank where they probably filmed one of the robberies <laughs> for Cherry. It may be. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> saying it's not. Wait, d did Tom Holland drop this? Hey, that's my drink. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Or well, maybe Tom Holland. Did... Why would it still... It's been like two years. What's wrong stop, with you? Stop licking it. <laughs> stop licking it. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Well, critics received the film like a bloody joker in their unit. Oh, Owen Gleiberman at Variety said oh. Cherry has the glossy inauthenticity of a bad Tony Scott movie. Yeah, there were there were reviews that more accurately captured the issues with this movie, but I just didn't want to pass up the chance to take a shot at Tony Scott. <laughs> <laughs> dead man Tony Scott. Yeah, tragically dead man Tony Scott. <laughs> I still really hate his 20th century, 21st century movies. Therefore, yeah. they weren't good. Guy. He's dead, but they weren't good. Me and Owen Gleiberman. He's going to put the boot in wherever he can. <laughs> Nobody forget that this man sucked. <laughs> May he rest in peace, and I hope his family find find peace. Join me next week on Owen Gleiberman's column of dead dicks. <laughs> I would read that column. <laughs> <laughs> so many people would read that column. Oh, Christ. Anyway, public, meanwhile. Oh. Well, this is exactly the kind of movie that gets a solid five stars on Google. So, Fuck yeah. Here's, our, here's the maniac I've decided to quote <laughs> uh, to unfairly represent all of these people. <laughs> Straw man. <laughs> Is it a straw man when he does exist? I've just well, picked him. <laughs> depends if you say everybody says this, I suppose. Then you're, you're, you're straw manning people, not the argument. This is my Rotten Tomatoes consensus of public opinion on this film. Uh, grammar included. Okay, so why is it the worst, the worst professional critics, quotation marks, or Rotten Tomatoes rates a movie, 50% or more of those movies rate extremely high among viewers mm -hmm. who actually enjoyed the film? Here's another example. Rotten Tomatoes gives a rating of 38, while viewers open brackets. And remember I said open brackets because it's going <laughs> to be a while before you hear the other end of that. You know, those simple Joes and Janes who watch a movie don't pick it apart because they saw a KFC in the background of a World War One movie. What? And it made them cry because Betty Sue didn't get married or peed their pants because they couldn't stop laughing, brackets King of Staten Island. <laughs> or they enjoyed the constant flow of blood, blood and body parts, brackets You Need Therapy. They give it a thumbs up. <sighs> Done. Finito. Oh, those, those brackets never close. No, I, I <laughs> did wonder. Um, you misled me with... Uh... <laughs> It's going to be a while until they come up, because then you made yeah. me think they were going to close. But my initial, <laughs> my instinct, notice. 
damn, my instinct was no, they're never going to close. They don't need to. Because he's, <laughs> that, he's to. still making that point in heaven. That's right. He's in whatever his face is. <laughs> next week's column. Oh, in Cleverman's dead dicks <laughs> column. Well, there's a little more. Done. Finito. Critics need to look at films like normal people. Not Picassos. <laughs> By the way, I thought this movie told a great story. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. For listening man. to the Russos. <laughs> oh, fuck. Not Picassos, like, Paul. Picassos. Stop being such a Picasso. Such a such a Picasso with his typical Picasso movies. <laughs> like, just wonderful, fabulous insight into the average mind of a post-lockdown person. <laughs> a man made insane by isolation and grief. <laughs> that was Bo Burnham <laughs> in his latest film slash special. Now, <laughs> the film has... I'm not going to mention that. All the Taylor, it's, it's all right because I've got the power of Bo Burnham within me now. Shit. Yeah. You've got the mighty beard and little synth. And it's I ha- yeah, I have hair and facial hair that suggests I too am struggling with a mental illness. <laughs> I love it. I love the depression beard. I love the apathy long hair. And um, <laughs> oh, I am apathy long hair. <laughs> I'm a D&D character for the ages. <laughs> oh, look, the film has 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, 44% yeah. on Metacritic, and 6.6 on IMDb. No word on the box office, of course, because it's 2020 and cinema is mostly a hypothetical now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream had by nerds. <laughs> I wonder how much money this made. What? That's not how things work <laughs> now. You just release them into the ether. Got Sometimes a lot of clicks. Sometimes Aoife extends a hand. Yeah, it got so many... Oh, fuck, man, it got so many... Movies can now officially be clickbait. <laughs> Check out my next movie, Ten Sluts from the 80s, and you won't believe what they look like now. <laughs> Directed by Brian De Palma. <laughs> oh, Christ. So, Paul, you guy from Cleveland. Voice over explaining how I feel about that. <laughs> Put that in a post. Uh, what's one thing about Cherry that made you want to impulsively join the army? Well, the movie starts with a Van Morrison track. I think. Ah, if I'm, if love I'm that. Correct. And I get ready for a wistful trip down down Nostalgia Lane. Down. Where's Anderson thing? But um. Yeah. But enough of that. <laughs> uh, this. Yeah. Well, a sign comes up saying prologue. Settle in, folks. Yeah. Always <laughs> a good sign. <laughs> I and like two parts of me, two very discreet parts of me go, uh, and uh, <laughs> at the same time. Fuck yeah! But oh. Conflict. We see, oh, but I tell you what, Paul, we see him robbing a bank and then the voiceover's like, how did I get into this crazy predicament? Well, for that, we've got to go back a ways. All the way back. Hey, now, you're an Austin. <laughs> 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 Genuinely, the timeline would have been all right for that. <laughs> the hacks, the Russo brothers to not cut to all stuff. It's, it's like not covering 9-11 <laughs> if your movie takes place that year. <laughs> you've got to have a bit where everybody looks at a TV and says, oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. hey, Matthew McConaughey, what are you doing in this advertising agency? <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, look, we, we meet Cherry, okay? Our main yeah. character played by Tom Holland, who is fated to become a drug-addicted bank robber. But at this stage, is just a sort of Edward Snowden-looking motherfucker. Yeah. We experiment with a blur effect um, in which only the girl he's talking to is in focus, which makes me feel weirdly anxious. And I wonder <laughs> what that's all about. But don't worry, though. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> not for that reason, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he has got a voiceover and he explains a bit more backstory to us and i am having life itself flashbacks i have ptsd from life itself and triggers can uh put me back there i really liked emily but i'd already promised madison i'd catch the greyhound bus and go and visit her at school that weekend she was staying in a dorm room and her bed was too small for two people but at least her roommate had gone home because her grandmother died 
yeah, I make many, many notes about um, <laughs> how I'm feeling about this treading so closely to life itself. <laughs> well, yeah, because we are getting near constant voiceover, which um, often happens for, with adaptations from books. But hey, yeah. if you were adapting this, could you lose this prose? Then I'm going to cut to something really unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a ride to the bank, so James offered to take me. The sun was shining on us that day, and Roy also came. I had a problem with the bank. They'd made a mistake, and I was there to sort it out. We do, we do here. I had a problem with the bank, um, and yeah. I had to go down there and sort it out, which he says just before he explains the problem he's having to an obvious bank teller. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's 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 good that we know that now, for sure, because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be in doubt. No. Or have to think about anything. <laughs> What's going on? I don't understand this place he's in. I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Ah! I live in the north. None of this makes sense. And I love the fact that in his early scene with him hanging out with his mates, we set up the idea of joining the army, drug habits, and animosity towards banks. Because he can't just be desperate and need money. No, he's got a grudge against banks that he's going to settle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck banks. He's pretty pretty mild-mannered guy. Um, so, you know, no- nothing's really going to tip him over except for banks. Unless you're and talking that just shows shows you. Then, yeah. Oh, that, that chewing gum. Um, loudly. <laughs> then he's on you. Yeah, he really likes to film Serial Mum. Oh, I love that. He um he meets up with a girl again, and this time everything is black and white except for her. And I feel less anxious mm. about that. I feel okay. <laughs> I'm 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 on board now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but it could be because he's just taken some ecstasy. Oh, yeah, I want some ecstasy. He says, actual, actual thing a teen is supposed to say. And in return, they offered me some ecstasy. <laughs> and um. <laughs> If, like, oh, I awesome, feel like if bro. you were to come in and just say the full name for any drug, including coffee or beer, you just get punched until you die. <laughs> Can I have some marijuana, please? <laughs> oh, you're a cop. That's weird. You're younger than me, but you're obviously a cop. Obviously a goddamn narc. Could you stop shooting me? No. No. We get some Nicholas Rogue French New Wave style out of sequence editing and they have it off. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to have sex with you, but I can hear the audio of us having sex like over this conversation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a pretty big continuity error if you don't go along with it. <laughs> oh, fine. Let me introduce you to my own J-cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew. Has any, everyone ever noticed that J's look like cocks? <laughs> Handlebar on the top. Everyone has got balls that look like just a straight line, right? <laughs> and right, cocks please. that bend very distinctly off to the left. Like a J. Mine does. <laughs> and doubles back on itself. <laughs> God, it's terrible peeing. So he says, as he's making love to her, he does say, sometimes I feel like I've seen everything that's going to happen. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. This is the, this is the moment when, um, when I go, when I really start to try and explain why this isn't like, li- like life itself. Honestly. <laughs> It definitely isn't. But anyway, she she's going to head off to Canada because he got too close, Christian Grey. And um, <laughs> oh, Cherry no. can't go too because of all the stuff he's got going on here. All that Big shit. stuff. He can't move to Canada. Lots of stuff. Yeah. He can't move to Canada. So he leaves all the stuff he's got going on here to sign up to the army. Yeah. Well, because he's lost all that stuff now. Oh, no. She was all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't move to Canada with you. I've got a girlfriend here. <laughs> um. That's... Okay. Yeah, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I got this. <laughs> so much ecstasy. <laughs> e, the kids call it. Kids like me. Children. Young adults. I'm Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> magic, magic E. They plan to say goodbye to each other at work, and it, it doesn't go well, but it's hard to say who fucked it up. Yeah. Both, I think. Joint effort. Joint effort there. Yeah. <laughs> 
At least it gets bad publicly. Yeah, one of his great <laughs> friends shows up. Ah, oh. oh, begs begs to be able to punch his de- his this new guy in the dick. Oh, I love that in or earshot of the guy yeah. and his dick. Yeah. yeah, it's not really about having actually punched him in the dick at that stage. It's just <laughs> as long as you know that I wanted to. The worst wine bar I've ever come to. Hey, bro, I really want to punch your dick. Okay. Yeah, I got it, man. <laughs> I got it. I'm. It's threatening. All right, sweet, <laughs> nice. I am threatened. Consider me. Color me friend. So <laughs> later on, they have a better goodbye in bed. It's so good, in fact, that yeah. they get married. Yeah. But yeah. Then the aspect ratio changes, and we're off to Full Metal Jacket. Fuck yeah! If and... um, if, if Full Metal Jacket told you everything. Next, we got about a hundred fucking shots. That was a lot of standing in line, and our legs ached because we weren't used to it. We had to strip down to our underwear and duck walk the circuit of a big room. There was a lot of yelling. Drill sergeants pretended to be real angry all the time. Drill sergeant Cole punched me in the penis for no reason. Our nature hikes have become grim death marches. I started to get this weird feeling like it was all just make-believe. That we were just pretending to be soldiers. The only way not to graduate basic training was to try and kill yourself. When they finally taught us how to be medics, there was a lot of fucking around with mannequins. My only note for the basic training stuff is that there's a Gaspar Noe style inside the asshole shot. Yeah. And then it occurred to me, what a legacy to have that yours is the name that comes to mind whenever <laughs> someone shows the quivering internal organs of a of a person. Oh, like Gaspar Noe. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, I, do, I do think we should be able to make Tom Holland that guy now, though. Um, he hasn't done enough to... <laughs> You know, nothing else is going to stick. He can just be the arsehole guy. <laughs> so whatever in future, as will happen, there was a quivering internal arsehole shot. Uh, we just think, oh, a Tom Holland shot. <laughs> Russo Who? Brothers shot. <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, do you have anything on basic or should we go to war? Oh, I, I, I start thinking about Jarhead a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. coming up for me in the next yeah, bit. Anyway. Because, yeah, now we're transitioning to Iraq. Are we going to get Black Hawk Down or Jarhead? Hurt Locker, mostly. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, but grosser and, and oh, yeah. makes me feel weirder. Really gross because they find a guy who's got like marshmallow ropes and tomato soup on his stomach and they have to like stuff it into his vest. It's pretty traumatizing. Yeah, it's just it's an expensive shirt. <laughs> and, uh, He's ruined it. That's, yeah. Did, did the shirt make it? It's a right off, mate. <laughs> oh! I need to develop a drug habit. Well, you can do that later. There'll be plenty of time for that once your service is over. So. Oh, but I want to um, take plenty of heroin. <laughs> the heroin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah, there are plenty of Hurt Locker moments about don't yep. be nice to kids out there. And, yep, the um, entire US Army are dicks for a bit. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he's, he's he's starting to struggle because his mate dies. Oh, his mates, his many mates die, especially the yeah. one, the good one. Especially, especially the good and, one. Uh, he also, yeah, a Jeep explodes, turning everyone inside into spooky skeletons. Uh. Uh. I can see why you'd be upset by that. Yeah. Very scary. Is Tom Savini in the house? <laughs> he wasn't in the jeep um, <laughs> anything else on war we can just say that there was a lot that happened in the war oh man it was bad and now it's over it's over now he goes yeah. back home and his wife takes him to the new house and the idea yeah. that a waitress can afford a house that big in Ohio traumatizes me mm. now I've got PTSD well his parents paid for it oh yeah, you that's see. right his seldom seen parents yeah his, his mum with fantastic hair parents uh, oh, paid paid right. for the house and they've got it now so yeah. they're, they're in the house he gets a medal for bravery uh, fuck yeah he's so brave yeah and now we're gonna do deer hunter punch drunk love and the better parts of american sniper for a bit yeah sweet i haven't seen uh american sniper and i ain't gonna <laughs> it has some good bits but okay. also a lot of jingoistic bullshit which is missing from this so yeah this already has it over american sniper i'd probably say i prefer this to american sniper yeah well look so far this has been an, an absolute nihilistic dead end and i for one am game 
he goes to a Danny Boyle style psych session with Doctor Whomever. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he decides to give him drugs. So now they get to be beautiful, attractive drug addicts together. Yeah. They will get pale and sweaty later on, but they will also stay quite hot. Train spotting was uh, was was pretty much DTF as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, my my next. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ewan McGregor. It's hard to make Ewan McGregor unfuckable. Danny Boyle did his best. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're gonna do train spotting, beautiful boy, and the bubbles part of the wire now. Yeah, and we have now <laughs> mentioned all my one better things, so uh, that's, <laughs> we, can, we no longer have to do that bit. Save some time there. Jack Rayner shows up. Yeah. Uh, he's playing the guy I will never recognize without mistaking him for three other dudes first. So you got Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, who the who other did two? I think he was? There was oh fuck. There was someone else, and I thought, well, no, no, it's obviously not him because what would he be doing in this? Armando Iannucci. <laughs> it's not Armando. Way Iannucci. off. <laughs> he just looks like he looks a bit like Seth Rogen when he's roomy. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. there's no way Seth Rogen's here. No, that'd be weird. Oh, nevertheless, he's here, continuing he's here. his trend of playing assholes. Yeah. Can you stop being such a flaming fucking pussy, dude? So now I've got to rob a band because you're a fucking pussy? He's also playing the really bad guy from American Animals. And yeah. he learns the importance of not leaving drug, a- drug addicts in charge of guarding your drugs. Drugs, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> You'll never guess what happens. I really trusted you. <laughs> you seem so trustworthy and your sweatiness. <laughs> your desperation for drugs, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> oh god well now they need to pay off the drugs they did yeah from black yeah yeah from evil black so now this is going to become the place between the pines and the old man and the gun sorry yeah. and oh, the old man and the gun and i got confused <laughs> and it's placed beyond the pines <laughs> prepositions there's no time for prepositions in cherry there isn't one in the fucking film's title you need not concern yourself with them listeners at home oh god Oh well, Tom Tom Holland, whoever it is in this, that's Tom Holland, isn't it? It's I'm thinking the, of Tom of Tom yes. Hollander, the scary one. Tom Hollander her. is the scary one in what Hannah? Anna? Uh, uh the Night Manager, yeah. and Hannah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also been the lovely one in Rev. Anyway, yeah, and in In the Loop. Anyway, whichever Tom Holland ish is in this, <laughs> oh yeah, In the Loop, he's got mm. a bit of insight for you. Mm. The problem with being a drug addict is that you're addicted to drugs. Oh, that's really insightful the central problem of being a drug addict is that whenever you get flush you spend it on dope until the money's gone and when the dope's gone you get sick <laughs> at which point you need to find more money see i had hoped not but... <laughs> i was really waiting for the downsides of this yeah and uh shit that's mm. quite a deal breaker actually i'd crossed fingers and I, I just thought i'd do the drugs and then I'd just do so many that I'd forget. I was hoping you were going to say it's a little trickier to do the whole work-life separation thing, but, um, yeah, I'd be interested to drugs. Don't want that, is the thing. It's gonna work. That's not going to work great for me. It's not going to so, work, work great for me and my drug habit. So he starts robbing banks to fund his drug <laughs> habit. Um, and they go super smoothly, just like they yep. definitely did in real life. Yep. And she ODs now, the, the girlfriend, who's yeah. also been a drug addict. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. She ODs, and I guess this is going to be the lowest moment. You know, things have got to change now. Anyway, back to them being drug addicts and robbing banks. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a relapse thing in there, and that's... Ah, that's a cycle. That was painful and difficult to watch. It is hard to do relapse when you're, you've committed, like, the 20-minute segment of your two-hour and 20-minute movie to the drug bit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to relapse pretty quick. Which, but hey, it's how it happens. Yeah, it's how it happens, you know? Can't all be beautiful boy committing, like, half an hour of film to recovery and then... And then another relapse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Seven relapses. 
It's great. But film look, speaking of relapses, film. is two times enough to establish the fact that we have in-world visual gags? Probably. Great. Banks <laughs> fuck America is the name of yeah. the bank that they rob next. Paul, I don't know how to break this to you. There's about seventy-eight visual gags throughout the film, and I saw uh, two. Well, it's 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 the same uh, the same idea, just happens a lot. <laughs> it happens so many times. And this is in world, right? You're not referring to like the the text that would appear sort of you know meta narratively. No, like, yeah, basic in world printed on shit. Yeah, gags. So there's a you got the the uh, Doctor Whomever. There's a whomever. Sergeant Whoever. Oh, okay. Earlier. Yeah, and all the banks were called different things oh, like. Oh, um, I love that capitalism, something, something blowy. <laughs> love it, love all of that. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like the fact that we do dwell on banks. Fuck America, though, just to make sure we don't miss that one. They must. They like that one. Yeah, yeah. Even though it doesn't work as a pun, it's just a thing. <laughs> well, look, this robbery doesn't go great. Uh, better than American Animals, which mm-hmm. also is what we're doing now, but not great. And yep. he's getting sick of this. It's not no. very fun. So. He asked the teller at the last bank to just just hit the alarm. Oh, he let yeah. them win. They yeah. didn't catch him. Yeah. He, uh... Well, he made he made a cry. He made a cry, Aww. and that was it. When when all the tellers were handing the money over with a stony, stoic look in their face, <laughs> or of, sass, like they had it coming. Yeah, I think you're a hero, but I just respect you too much to give you the satisfaction. Oh. I think uh, that was fine. Yeah. But now Vanessa's crying, and he he decides, oh, it's time to go to jail. Yeah. Just after, after one quick one quick hit. Well, yeah, he, hit. he goes quick. into the street and visibly takes drugs in front of everyone, but he's white, so he just gets arrested. Yeah. And now it's time for the final part, quick prison movie. Just get a quick prison movie in there. Yeah, quick one. And this one is a wordless montage, which is very refreshing. <laughs> and it's the kind of flight or blow kind of prison, so it actually helps him, and he's better for it. He grows yeah. a recovery mustache. Yes. Which, I'm just going to take take time out to, um, to lean into <laughs> the screen here and say that doesn't always work. You know, <laughs> look, I've mustaches tried. aren't always the sign of growth. I mean, they are a sign of growth, but not of <laughs> yeah. internal growth. But growth in the sort of fungal should probably anti back the whole area. Right. <laughs> yeah, growth in the sense of I'll be tasting that for a while. Start the <laughs> thing, but was that lunch? <laughs> and yeah, just end on the last shot of Baby Driver and we're out. Yeah, sweet. Woo! So, what do you think of Cherry? Um, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, yeah. 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 This is how, yeah, you can gauge on how high you're willing to go in saying that yeah. something is good. If it's, yeah. up, if it's up here, yeah, it's okay. Uh, what, what did you think of this movie? Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was really good. To, to be specific, because I, you know, love a good joke, Paul, love to go as high as I possibly can rather than say something I'm actually thinking. It's de- definitely, definitely more positive than negative for me. Oh, cool. Um, I, f- I find the way it went was the first 40 minutes I was writing uh, that I'm I'm willing to forgive this movie its flaws because it, there was still a lot there that interested me. Um, hmm. I think it had all the, the makings of a great movie or at least a movie with great movie potential. Hmm. Um, like like visually lovely tom holland in the central role was just excellent i thought um mm. i really really oh, yeah, liked yeah. him i yeah agreed brilliant performance mm. uh some of which we mentioned in the the quick fire not all of it though you have to <laughs> come find me for that um and, and, and i was thinking okay it's missed opportunity because of mm. the fact that it forgot that it's adapting a novel and it's not a novel itself yes that is an issue because it has the monologue the narration was so distracting and, and so constant that the problem was it was 
was telling my brain to relegate everything else happening on screen to background. Yeah. And, yes. And, and, and everything else, it was it just seemed unimportant by comparison because it was giving us all this, you know, lovely poetic prose uh, in this like Terence Malikian drawl. Um, mm. and, kind of uh, minimalist in its in, in its style for the yeah. most part. It was a kind of blunt approach, which yes, quite often I found was fairly effective in terms of what was going on on screen. Yes, it made me want to read it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But um, but as a visual medium, it just wasn't working yeah. for me. But then we get mm. to the get to war, and I th- and I think, okay, my my new idea for for how this movie is going to work is just to start the movie here. You don't need everything else <laughs> beforehand. Um, okay. have have the war. He has PTSD. He can still we can still learn about him. He he yeah. can make friends, you know, on tour, and Jarhead. we will still know about this guy enough that the rest of the movie is going to be great. And then the yeah. rest of the movie happens. The, uh, f- the fucking narration falls away. There's a lot less of it in the, the yes, um, addiction uh, uh, sequence. Yes. And I, I just start really enjoying the movie. Oh, and good. Um, yeah, you know, if not for the first 40 minutes, which, my God, r- did veer into life itself at times, yeah. um, it would have been a, a movie that I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm mostly positive about it to be honest. It's yeah. it's just just needed to be stronger about what about its medium, its format. I think. Yeah, I think it struggles sometimes between being an adaptation of a novel to which mm. it clearly feels some form of obligation in terms mm. of the uh, narration and such, which I agree would be better left out, and being various genre films, which includes fairly on-the-nose, you know, kind of references and mm. borrowed visual styles, and then being its own kind of reality, which mm. becomes a bit of a tertiary consideration. I will say I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, but I do understand yeah. people who wouldn't. Um, yeah, sure. And I understand the low score. The individual parts feel fairly derivative. We have seen each of these stories before, yeah. and it is somewhat lacking in an overall point. I'd have loved a scene at the beginning to imply what it was specifically that started him on this path. You know, what fundamental yeah. failing in society or in his character started him on this cycle of self-abuse. Do you remember the scene in American Animals where uh, Evan Peters, is it, is um, mm. pulled into the gym's office and he's like, you worked really hard to get to this college and you're fucking it up. You're a massive disappointment. Yeah. And he just says, actually, I think you're the big fucking disappointment. Yeah. And you're wondering why I worked so hard to get here. I'm wondering the same thing. You know, just something yeah. to really put it yeah. on there as to what it is that's wrong with this guy, which in the book is more about systemic drug abuse uh, yeah. because this is set during the opioid, cri- opioid crisis. Yeah. So there's drugs everywhere and there's mm. little bits of that, but it doesn't feel like driving yeah. action. No. Um, and in fact, the, the op- plot does seem to get started from a misunderstanding, the Canada thing. Yeah. It just yeah. seems like, well, fuck you, I'm going to do this. And then that kind of mm. leads on to this cycle of self-abuse. Yeah. And also, I think the book carries more with it a stronger sense of America doesn't treat its veterans well enough. Um, yes. We need a couple more of those scenes from The Master, the only movie this didn't crib from. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the shitty rehab, the bad jobs yeah. that he's forced into, just the complete yeah. lack of support. You do have a scene yeah. of him failing to get good treatment for PTSD, um, yeah. But the PTSD, I found after a really strong segment with that, which I enjoyed a lot. Yes. Um, enjoyed, you know. <laughs> um, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sure. very power, very affecting. The PTSD did fall away into its drug abuse narrative, yeah. but I wasn't bored. I was no. not bored, and I found the episodic structure kept things moving. The runtime flew yes. by for me. Actually, this did not feel like yeah. two and a half hours, yeah. which it nearly is. Um, yeah. I found the visual style really engaging. It was a fair mm-hmm. few borrowed things. You know, it's kind of Edgar Wright by way of Goddard. Um, yeah. But it really got um, it got me early on. Actually, in the part that you'd like to cut with. There was something, I, I get rid of the narration, but there's something weird going on in that first part where he meets her for the first time. Something dreamlike, you know, yeah. everything's hazy and maybe it's because he's on drugs so much, but there's just something really unsettling and strange that undercut the sentiment, sentimentality that I thought this movie was going to have based yeah. on the Russo's previous work. And it lent the whole thing this weirdly nihilistic feel that really saved it from the self-satisfaction and empty philosophizing I felt in life itself yeah for sure well on, on that note and a point mm. you made earlier about sort of not feeling like there was any one particular point i guess mm. it's a couple of issues there is one it's like what i got from it was the the nihilism of uh nihilism of like modern existence and mm. the you know the state of the world as it is just just driving especially our generation we're just screwed um sure in, in into this malaise um and, yeah. and you know he joins the army because there was he just says there was nothing better to do as though it's like as, as easy as joining yeah. a football team or something um, but then you there and you have the problems of adapting a novel if you're mm. going to be fa- faith as faithful as this film tried to be yeah um, you're still not going to be able to include everything so you don't mm. give it the focus it needs to to justify all the decisions that were made you know yeah. um but so it's it's hard it really but but then weirdly come the end of the film my note about cutting off the first couple of segments for hmm. brevity and to make this a tighter movie i wasn't really feeling that because okay. come the end of the movie it felt like a much more complete story and i wanted right i did want everything um but yeah it was just need, needs more focus and yeah focus is li- what i really was lacking here yeah Focus and just try and stem away from... Because I couldn't help but feel a couple of times that I was seeing an homage to the movies as opposed to the reality. Yes. And it's, it's of course, based on a... Well, that's the other complicated thing, is that it's an auto-fictional book. So the yeah. book is, by its own admission, not solidly real. It's, you know, yeah. inspired by his real life. Yeah. Which makes it complicated. So yeah, finding the reality at the heart of this thing becomes a, a tricky prospect. Yeah. You can, yeah. I, I'd be curious about reading the book to see if it does focus mm. or, or or fix on one or one or two sort of key factors. I yes. assume it's going to be brimming with nihilism, but mm. yeah. Um, you you said it was the um the opioid crisis and, and yes. the sort of um uh, like flippant treatment of mental health. Yeah, you want um nihilism. The book ends with him sat on the street shooting up one time whilst the police are coming. There's no epilogue ah. because, of course, he wrote it in jail, so that epilogue didn't yeah. exist. So it literally ends with he starts with that bank robbery and ends with it. So it's a very okay, bleak cool. yeah. kind of story. I do want nihilism, Paul. You were right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just think the the only other thing really mm. that I had an issue with was the negativity that it wore on its sleeve. Mm. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a nihilistic negative piece and that's not mm. what bugs me um but sure. the sight gags in them in themselves bespeak of a <laughs> good they bespeak a deeper lack of depth um okay 
in 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 pertains to what I said earlier about the the Full Metal Jacket sequence, but it's mm. just telling us how bad everything is and showing us yeah everything. It it was just a little too easy. I mean, yeah, it was it was spoon feeding us. Yeah, it wasn't saying anything controversial like huh, the army's bad, huh, banks yeah. aren't different, huh, yeah, drug abuse isn't good. Like it's not really yeah. saying anything explosive, and yeah. you might wonder. What is it then I can learn from having seen yeah. this experience? You know, which is yeah. again the same issue as life itself. But this was far more watchable. And oh, for sure, it's it's mostly just that the fiction, you know, in the in the actual book, mm. if it's a sort of stream of consciousness style narrative, mm. or or just just this sort of rambling narrative, you can talk about the negative aspects of war or like why you shouldn't join the fucking army and and so on and so forth or how shit life is uh Mm. in this nowhere town just with nothing better to do than get wasted but yeah i feel like deer hunter you know got that across better the idea of the quiet desperation of these men yeah Mm. and in in a movie you know you you just you need to see it you need to feel Mm. these moments you can't just have them all taking taking ecstasy and saying oh they're just going to take some ecstasy now yeah and trying to do a sort of david fincher style sort of comedy as well whilst you yeah because all it amounts (laughs) to really for me is this feeling that it's trying too hard reminding you at every opportunity that this is a terrible place or some people are bad and the constant there was a constant need to make it horrible which was which then felt disingenuous um and that only, the, the first time i really felt like the movie sat with something that was difficult was th- like one of the best moments of tom holland's for me when he's naming okay. the, the people that are in the truck who, who oh died. yeah that was great yeah and it f- we was, finally well, sat with a terrible moment and i've started to really fucking feel the the disappointment and nihilism that he's yeah. been going through Absolutely, because we can focus in on Tom Holland, who is really great in this. He yeah. he plays it early as, for me, a kind of grunt, you know, like he doesn't yeah. give off main character vibes. You know, I didn't feel like he was more thoughtful or reflective necessarily mm. than his friends. He's just a kind of rubbish guy who makes dumb decisions throughout the movie. And that yeah. makes him very interesting. He's not someone you can rely upon to necessarily pull himself out or do the right thing. Yeah, He is an antihero in that sense. And as he sinks further into depravity... None of it feels improbable. Yeah. It's just quietly frustrating to see him do the thing that you kind of know he's going to do, you know, with his life. And that's really compelling. Chiara Bravo, um, who plays uh, Emily, she's really good, who was the love interest. She was really good, but I did feel her character was a little lacking in agency, which is, Mm. I guess, to some extent inevitable because she's a supporting character in his story. Yeah. This is definitely, you know, the Cherry story. Yeah. But I uh, I didn't get a great sense of who she was past her relationship with Cherry, to the point where no. I kept losing track of what it is that she did. Because we see her working as a waitress, but also she seems to be in a school, or is it something to do with law? Yeah, I you thought know. she was a tutor or something. Yeah, and did she get better? Like, how? She seems all right at the end. You know, yeah, so... with, without going back to him, she finally yeah. breaks free. But I guess so. Uh... Maybe with her parents' help. Anywho. But ultimately, I would say that this movie isn't necessarily a great, you know, it wasn't done a great injustice by the critics, I don't feel, but it is more engaging and affecting than perhaps you're expecting based on what you've yeah. read. And I'd recommend giving it a watch. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, I would I would recommend it. Yeah. Mm. And I think if you've never seen any of the movies that we've mentioned, I think you'll probably get more out of it. 
Um, yeah. But you should nevertheless go and just treat this like Kill Bill. You know, let it give you a shopping list of movies to go watch afterwards. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, quickfire. Quickfire. I felt the need to write that the first few lines were good. I'm 23 years old and I still don't understand what it is that people do. It's as if all of this were built on nothing and nothing were holding all of this together. And um, later on, there's a line that I liked where he's, he's talking about how much he likes trees. Um, yeah, and he says something like, um, it would have to be a pretty fucked up tree for me to not like it. Yeah, yeah, I got that good. as well. I like yeah. that. There's, there's a line, I think it might even be the same um, monologue, where mm. he, he just says, Sometimes I wonder if life was wasted on me. It's not that I'm dumb to the beauty of things. I... And there's just something about oh, yeah. dumb to the beauty of things, which feels yeah. like, like peak <laughs> Malik. <laughs> but which I mean best Malik, not most stereotypical Malik. <laughs> not Malik at his height, but rather yeah. Malik at his height, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know. You know the difference. <laughs> I like the cool effect on the bank teller who when she is telling <clears throat> Cherry that he you know, his he can't get his money back over a technicality, she's <clears throat> faceless and just like a dark yeah. silhouette. And then later yeah. on when he comes to rob the place, she fills in and becomes a person, which is on the nose, but I it was quite good. It was a good effect yeah. and it articulated without narration. You know, you could have easily just had, and suddenly she seemed like a real person to me. And, yeah. You know, yeah. it was good to do that visually. Yeah. I, I, when the film did things like that, it just, it was mm. way more effective. Um, yeah. The score, Henry Jackman's score, I thought was excellent. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yes, I have that. Um, There's a great moment, I think, where he's he's up for some reason. I think it's during the PTSD mm. rather than the drug mm. abuse bits, but I might be wrong. I think it's around the time when he, he sees himself in a mirror and the mirror's just, herself is just staring at yeah. him. Um, there's some really good sort of deep cello work, yeah. which I thought was really good. There were some like Mika Levy style stabs in there, which I thought were great. Just really <laughs> creepy stuff. Um, it felt like yeah. yeah, it felt like a mix between Jackie and Under the Skin, um, and yeah. The there was a this one moment in particular I wanted to mention. It had these really great moments of quiet. Bespeaks like lapses in anxiety and the nostalgia that fills mm. the space. They're lying in in bed talking about you know how good things used to be, and I think he's remembering the ribbon yeah. that she used to wear, and it's just after. Uh that she she starts taking oxycontin to deal with his <laughs> habits yeah yeah just gorgeous constantly lovely yeah. um i really like the idea that the first time they're together um intimately mm. i like the idea that he already suspects that somehow he doesn't quite know how but he believes that he's going to fuck this up and that she's going to suffer for yeah. it and so he starts crying again i don't really need that explained to me we could have articulated that visually yeah. but it was a fairly poignant moment mm. that he becomes really frightened about what he might do to her life and does. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> so I uh, got it right, you see, in the end. Um, I can't remember what Vanessa says to Tom Holland. She's the, the first and last teller. Um, mm. She says something to him. Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? <laughs> You're funny, Vanessa. Now open your fucking drawer. Is, uh, yeah. is really good because <laughs> of the, the flatness and the flow of just those two things yeah. at once. After he yells, he's trying to talk to someone on the phone right at the beginning, yeah. and um, 
that everybody's talking. So he just, without moving the phone very far away from his, uh, his head, just yells, Hey, shut the fuck up, James! Hey, sorry, how you doing? Yeah. It was the <laughs> hey, throwaway of sorry in there. Yeah. <laughs> it was the tone shift, but also just throwing away sorry for that yeah. as well into there. It was quite amusing. Tom Holland uh, demonstrated a, a knack for that kind of slipping in and out of different deliveries, mm. I think. Um, I think it's the, f- yeah, again, the first bank scene. Uh, he enters the bank, fires the gun into the air, and then he just falls into breaking the fourth wall so easily. I didn't realize what he mm. was doing until a second later. Um, ah. Yeah, it's, it's it's just the, um, it doesn't stop and then turn to camera. He, he starts mm. talking to us before he turns to the camera, I think, and it's just... Yeah. Yeah, just 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 got me. Just a little whew, from Tom Holland there. Yeah, good stuff. Um, again, we didn't necessarily need a narrator to tell us that there's a no. lot of swearing in the army, mm. um, which is just frightful. He swears but a lot. The idea that, but the idea that hands were dick skinners, yeah, is, um, quite pleasing in terms mm. of drill sergeant stuff. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> um, well, I liked the dick with ears. Uh, Bit. Oh yeah, he's, he's yeah going through all the different swears they have, and uh, yeah, every time they swear in this moment, it puts the the words on screen like huge red caps. Um, yes, and and this guy goes, it's like, so you know what you are? You're a dick with ears. Dick with ears. Get up, you dick with ears. You're a dick mm. with ears. And there's a pause between yeah. dick and with, I think. Um, yeah. and the as he's saying the words, they come up on screen, and the timing yeah. of that one there really got me. I did laugh. I thought the red text thing worked quite well Yeah. in that moment because the idea is that it's getting you used to the idea that when you're in the army, what you get used to hearing is just keywords. Yeah. You know, just yeah. just short orders get barked at you. I can't remember what it was. that he, CPR? Whilst he's, uh, well, yeah, it was whilst CPR. It was something like good to go or something. You're a go like, or something. Uh, yeah. You're a go, yeah, yeah. And they just keep barking it and the words yeah. appear to indicate this is this is your life now. This is what yeah. you're hearing. Apply compression. Um, you're a go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I also enjoyed um, J- the drill sergeant was talking about uh, if it lapses into uh, what was that movie with Joaquin Phoenix playing about a fuck up during basic training? Um, Buffalo Soldiers? Oh, maybe. I think so. Anyway, it lapses that. into that as well. But yeah, the drill sergeant is telling everybody, "You had a week to do this. This is what is called a dead line. As of now, you have missed the dead." Line. Yeah, and just the separation of deadline into two words. Yeah, and he says it twice was quite pleasing to me. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I the drill sergeants, their voices would routinely crack, and I think I've seen yeah. that before in another film, but it just helped highlight the insanity of the situation for me, having to maintain yeah, how... anger constantly as you're driving out all like free thought from these people. Yeah, yeah, it it emphasised one thing that um, Full Metal Jacket maybe didn't, which was the kind of shitness of these drill sergeants. Yeah, like these are all guys who saw Full Metal Jacket and they want to be Ali Ermi, but they can't do the the insults, which is why they keep falling back on saying the same thing over yeah. and over again, yeah. like Dick with ears. That's good. The idea mm. that these are just assholes. Yeah, and it, like any other boss. Yeah, yeah, and it does mention the fact that like half of these people hadn't seen service and so on. Yeah, yeah. The line. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just did some ecstasy. How is it? It's actually really good. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> um, I quite liked how they depicted the effect of drugs in this movie. Um, okay. When he after taking the ecstasy is when he turns up and everything is sepia or mo- like sepia oh, monochrome. Oh yeah, except for her. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he sees her in color, and when he's on oxycontin later, it's just like a flush, blurred yeah. pink. And, uh, Where only he is in focus and everything else is sort of background. Yeah. I, I really yeah. liked that because movies can fuck up uh, like 
the the effects of drugs sometimes it really annoys me mm. or i just it jars or takes me out at the moment when someone's on acid mm. and they see leprechauns or something yeah. like that you just think well you must have taken acid because you're in hollywood but it just <laughs> you just like somewhere along the line you just fell back on a cliche um yeah. and this yeah this was this was this was very well done cool mm. um pebbles and her story is a good little microcosm for the short-sightedness yeah of u.s um involvement in iraq yeah um because pebbles is a little girl they see her at first and they're handing out uh food to everybody and the first time they pass her she gets left out even though you know they identified her and kind of empathized with her Mm. and then later on tom holland gives her specifically some food and she immediately gets sort of beaten up and has it taken away from her so it makes the situation worse which in terms of aiding the cause of democracy in the middle east is a pretty good sort of analogy yeah uh, for that so yeah that was that was quite good considering it didn't comment too much on the pointlessness or unwelcomeness of the the american involvement in iraq and focus more on just sort of the hellish experience of the u.s soldiers as most war movies do you know Um, it was nice to have that little human cost thing yeah. there as well as, yeah, a little reminder, hey, this was pointless. Cool. Um, the, when we see Sergeant Whomever, his, his little name tag is on the, oh, yeah. the desk and it's not drawn attention to, and I That's enjoyed good. that. Yeah. Yeah. Do- Doctor Whoever was yeah. uh, a bit more on the nose yeah. later on. Yeah. Pretty horrific bodies in the Jeep. Yeah. That was good. The way they were sort of completely dehumanized yeah. and, you know, just looked utterly horrible as he was staring at them was, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was good. And that that whole sign, yeah. he's just he's naming the people in the in the yeah. jeep and where they were seeing. It's just yeah. just Tom Holland was fucking excellent. Yeah, it was blessing. Our driver was um was Yuri. Our gutter was uh, Batista. It, 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 that that's um that's Private Minute in the back. I. Yeah. Can't say enough good about him from this. Yeah. I really hope he gets involved in some better stuff soon. We've got another Tom Holland coming up yeah. either next week or the one after. Yeah. I, I hope he finds his uh, his place a bit better soon. Yeah. He's hoping. Yeah. Oh, God. He's going to be a three-man because he was in Doolittle. Aw. Oh. Shit. He was barely in Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just cut out the your films are shit, mate, bit and just sounds of me smooching. <laughs> Well, you could add the your, but you're not for the first time since um I can't even remember. I think it was Nicolas Cage who got the first <laughs> you're not. Oh god, I should have to go back and do that to every single one. And now I've thought that I don't have to do it at all. Ah, oh, what well, lovely, great. Got an altruism, great. Because it's implied. <laughs> um, there's a scene where Tom Holland is doing is sneak drinking when he's a waiter and he's getting hammered oh, after yeah. his little bust up with uh Ciara Glover, yeah. and he keeps like yeah just like ducking down behind his mates to drink a shot and. Little yeah. things like that. It was just a dynamic Very tight scene. Montage. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm. Really good theatre. They go to. They oh, go to God. a theatre yeah. where the whole point is to have a really tense, pun drunk st- uh, love style interaction with a stranger. Mm. But I really like the theatre. It looked lovely. Mm. At first, I thought it might be a cinema, and I was like, "Fuck, that's a good cinema." Yeah, but it wasn't. It was just an amazing big theatre. Yeah, that scene was horrible <laughs> in general. It was horrible. Just oh yeah. man. Just yeah. the, the sort of the, the social anxiety that caused. <laughs> I was for some. Uh, it got me curious. So I was at the time googling yeah. what PTSD actually involves, and yeah. 
yeah, it was making reference to this thing, hyper arousal. Yeah. Where just you feel like itchy and really overstimulated by everything around you. And yeah. that was a fairly good yeah. portrayal of that or articulation of it. Yeah. Well, a couple of things around that then. His, uh, Ciara Glover, Ciara Glover, Kermo, pronounced mm. it Ciara, mm. whatever. Um, mm. Throughout that whole sequence, just not knowing what to say, utterly impotent, was, was really yeah. hard to watch. Um, but on the other hand, Tom Holland his performance struggling with that the sort of the dream uh the nightmares mm. and the just the, the the general barely holding it together uh was heartbreaking mm. really heartbreaking yeah. absolutely um when his fuck up friend uh breaks into the wrong house yeah in order to come visit him the guy in bed just wakes up and just says what hey, man what the fuck who is you <laughs> it's great who, who this <laughs> new new house who this <laughs> He and yeah, the the friend who breaks into that house, um, they take mm. OxyContin and walk to the. They go into this bank to see if they yeah. can switch over, like oh yeah yeah. I don't know power of attorney who get yeah. Um, he wants to pay his welfare checks or something. Yeah, and the the camera is kind of groggy and unfocused and it's hazy definition, mm. and they walk very very slowly and sluggishly to the steps and then up the steps to the bank because the camera, mm. like mostly fo- like keeps them in the center um yeah yeah just another nice little little moment there they didn't draw too much attention to it but it was a little mm. nod <laughs> a little yeah. nod a little shout out little to OxyContin. That. well speaking of a subtle moment when he throws up down his shirt um and into <laughs> his shirt yeah. he starts to throw up and so quickly kind of pulls his shirt up so he can do it down his t- top the inside of his yeah. top that's pretty awful yeah <laughs> that really is just the worst <laughs> oh god uh. fuck yeah kids do drugs the the fucking guy in the bar um the mm. they have the balls to put a gun to a guy's head and blow their brains out um, oh yeah that guy they 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 there's an extended bit where this guy is out of prison and he keeps saying this one line to people um mm. like really driving it into the ground and then at the yeah. end of the night the bar's empty presumably he sort of chased everyone away he's talking yeah. to cherry and cherry says he's joining the army and yeah. he's like why and he goes oh, didn't have anything better to do there's a yeah. pause and he just go and he goes yeah, but do they have the balls to put a gun to a guy's head, blow his brains out, and the yeah. just? I think it had an anti-comedy vibe. Um, <laughs> that you drive like really drive home that that guy is just one line so much that I started to believe that you know he's a real human being. <laughs> um, just stuck in yeah. this this loop because he's an asshole. <laughs> Made me laugh. Yeah. Um, just the idea that yeah he's been reduced to this ridiculous notion of masculinity that he yeah. just continues to go around and confront people with. Yeah, I like the fact. Speak well, masculinity that kind of works <gasps> is they're having a fight. And Tom Holland is like pulling on, um, on Emily's uh, uh, mm. arm, mm. and oh, yeah, two yeah. guys, two guys interject, come over yeah. and, like, and addresses her directly. Are you fucking listening to me. All right. Hey, are you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Sorry, just don't touch it, bro. Yes, sir. It successfully de-escalates the situation instead yeah. of turning into what you would expect from a movie, which is you know now he's taking on everyone. Yeah, you know, and in a yeah. way, it's just like you know, don't you know, don't yeah. put pull her or something. Don't like t- that, don't touch know. her, bro. Yeah, and that was and good. Up. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a nice little affirming moment of like public good there. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the guy man. wasn't being like he wasn't like white knighting the situation. He was just yeah. like, "Are you all right?" Yeah, and then walked away when you know they said so. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. It's great society at work. I would never. To be clear, I would never fucking do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not away. a. I'm not a six foot five guy. 
<laughs> and then I would record a WhatsApp message to you about how crazy that situation <laughs> was. I might tell a um a guard at the station about yeah. it. I would. I would do that. I've done that twice now when I've seen shit go down at a station. I've gone and found an adult and told them <laughs> that it was happening. Please, mister. How many do you have left? Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. I've got ten, so I'll run through a few. Fuck me. Yeah. But th- some of them are really quick. Cherry's mum's hair. It was like a wedding cake. Okay. It was great. Uh, something about a couple injecting each other, or what happened in this movie a lot yeah. was Cherry injecting his girlfriend was especially sad. Um, I don't know why yeah, specifically. There's just something about like helping the person you love out of love tear their life Abuse apart. Themselves. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, pretty um, horrible. Yeah, and then um, Tom Holland's face, hair, and general body sweat as he wakes up after that bender uh, with the t- mm. tourniquet around his thigh uh, mm. was just nauseating. Yeah, absolutely. He looked like he was about uh, to I'd- die. I actually only have one left, um, oh, and shit. it is that I really like the way that they um, treated Black, the sort of yeah. big, scary drug dealer. He was largely in shadow. He has this yeah. weird eye tattoo, shot like a skull, and just mm. whenever he's on screen, he's menacing and creepy, and I like that. Cool. Uh, okay, yeah. very quickly then. Um, mm. When Jack Rayner turns up and sees the safe has been broken into, um, he's strangling Cherry, and Emily bites pills and coke, and he immediately recoils. Knowing and telegraphing that he really wants to punch Kiara yeah. Glover, like Emily, in the face, but he just yeah. he s- stops, takes a breath, and points at Emily and goes, Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> Oh, you're lucky. Oh, yeah. Um, little. And it was just really mischievous and really weird <laughs> thing to happen <laughs> at that moment, but just great the from Jack Rayner. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. When, when he's dying, um, and they're, they're yeah. arguing whether or not to take him to the hospital and Cherry's saying they should and the driver, the other guy is saying no because they'll go to prison. Um, and whilst they're having this argument, Jack Rain is just fading away and going... Guys, you know we can't. You know we can't, right? Right? Guys, what can we do? It's fucking horrible. It's really sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Jesus. Uh... Yeah. There's an idea in the in the narration about bank robbery being a basement that I found was quite interesting, mm. um, and and yeah, then it just cuts to him in front of one of the tellers with you know holding up a note with I have a gun on it, and it's just yeah. de- the desperation and the, yeah. the, the gratefulness with which he takes the money once it's handed over it looks like he like yeah. genuinely didn't believe it could happen, and it's like an orphan yeah. getting a Christmas dinner um, <laughs> from someone he's just terrified. And yeah. Threatened. The uh the first time he robs a bank, it's a top down shot of the bank counter, with a note mm. being pushed onto it with the words "I have a gun" written on it, yeah. um, and his shaking hands, sort of in shot, fingering the note before turning it over, really made me chuckle. Yeah, um, yeah, and he turned it the right way round to, yeah. to so she could read. Yeah, yeah, um, and then finally Vanessa crying in his capitulation, where he's sort of had a. Oh, this is a, the line that I cross now. The, mm. the bank tellers having emotions. Um, yeah. It was an effective moment, well conveyed, I think, by Tom Hardy, Holland, yeah. and uh, <laughs> by not Tom, <laughs> Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy would have um, been very interesting in this role. Thomas Hardy Holland is in Home Improvement. Um, <laughs> Tom and, Holland needs to get less coherent, I think, is the main issue. was a god. And then the shot of him leaving <laughs> the bank <laughs> until getting arrested in slow motion, firing a gun <laughs> to drive the cars away, sitting down yeah. and shooting up in the foot whilst the cop cars approach. He then yeah. lets go and sits up with this gout of spit hanging from his mouth as he sits yeah. back. And it was just, yeah, it was um, depressing. well well paced, I thought, uh, with <laughs> some great spit. What did you say? Yeah, gotta love that. Good spit work. Good spit work, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And Good that's stuff. It. 
Yeah. That's it. That's it for Cherry. So, oh. did we hear anything from the one great team? Oh, gosh. I love that one great team. Dirty dogs. Over on Patreon, uh, I don't think it was specifically a good team, but uh, wonderful patron <laughs> Jem Newlin got in touch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. He said, maybe I'll watch Cherry and partake in a nice little OGT watch-along and contribute something constructive, <laughs> which will be read out on the show, probably. Watch his trailer. Sorry, Paul, you're on your own. So I haven't seen the trailer, um, but maybe it, oh, it maybe really got trailer. across the, the insufferableness of it. But, uh, Jem, <laughs> let me tell you. Got to get push past that. It's worth a watch. It, Jem, worth a watch. it's worth a watch. Look, if you're going to spend two and a half hours doing something, you know, it could have been Army of the Dead. So just it could have been Army of the Dead. Cherry. It could have been some of Justice League. <laughs> it could have been half of Justice League. Oh, so Christ. count your blessings and just, yeah. Watch can this you, instead. Count your fucking blessings, everyone. <laughs> uh, just checking Facebook. I don't think we Facebook. Facebook. Face it, book. No, nothing. Thanks, OG nothing. team. Thanks, OG team. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, in terms of one better thing, yeah, we don't really need to do uh, this segment. Yeah. I mentioned a lot during the rundown. Yeah. Um, with the exception of Blow, I would say that I referenced oh, yeah. only good movies, so I would... <laughs> definitely say check any of those out yeah and i'd also recommend um yeah people give this one a go if they have a couple of hours to spend um and are curious about sort of you know how the russo brothers tackle a darker subject matter Mm. yeah Uh, and aside from you know the genuinely affecting moments it is also if you're going to watch it as a bad movie it's a good case study for the importance of having a unifying theme in film Mm. i think i think it's a good demonstration of why that is important yeah. Um, so yeah, it it works for that as well. But generally, I think <clears throat> you can have a good time with it. I think so. I, good time. You can be engaged by it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a good time. I think I consider this a good time. I watch Requiem for a Dream for fun. <laughs> I've seen Irreversible more times than I can care to remember. <laughs> but Paul, how can people find out more about our black and with arms? Oh gosh, well they can do so on uh, Facebook and Twitter at OGT Pod. They can send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com. Mm, do um, it. I, I, I forgot the main thing I was going to say that I was reminding myself of saying whilst you were saying the last bit, but never mind, I'm sure that will oh. come back to me. I just want to thank... Yeah. Um, I want to thank Mark Reed for being a new patron. Thank you Fuck so yeah. much. You're pushing us ever, ever closer to that um, <laughs> that one-shot D&D roulette-a-thon. Oh, uh, going to be good. $75, yes. We've got some How crazy exciting. ideas. Yeah, got some crazy ideas. It's going to get wild. It's going to be gonna very silly and wet. <laughs> um, wild, wild and wet, not wet and wild, crucially. Yeah. You, can't get, you, you just can't get wet then wild anymore. People won't stand nah. for it. Uh, nah, unless you're going to be showing off the titties. Not- in these days. But look, <laughs> you don't want to be a patron, that's fine. Just do do something to increase the word of the polls. It really yeah. does make our day. Give us a review, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, give us a review, full stop. Yeah, give us a review. That would be lovely. Or just like it or share it or yeah. you know, tell one person about this ridiculous thing. You wouldn't you'd be amazed at how happy that would make us. Oh. My you God. would. Genuinely would. <laughs> oh my god, as you look at pictures of us just Eyes curled in ecstasy. <laughs> we'll send you those pictures. We we'll will send you a pic- a selfie of how happy we are that you recommended it to someone. Eyes curled all the way, all night long. <laughs> I'm Paul curled. I'm all night long. Paul night long. Remember, Paul night long. Fuck me, we nearly missed that. It's Paul I've oh, ever man. wanted. Colon Paul night long. <laughs> and Paul I've ever wanted about the Rousseau brothers' cherry. It's Tom Holland and his 
depressing descent into madness and drug abuse that really made Sherry want to watch. <laughs>